Hi everyone, welcome back to Young and Wifed Up. This is Marcella. And I'm Gabby. And thanks for joining us this week for another episode. If you haven't caught up on the past episodes, head to youngandwifedup.com. Also join our Facebook group, also Young and Wifed Up. Oh, wow, that was that was so quick. I wasn't prepared for you to be done <laughs> with that announcement. So Oops. <laughs> also, if you join our Facebook group, we are doing a book club right hey. now on Let Me Be a Woman by Elizabeth Elliott. So be sure to join if you want to be part of the book club. It's Guys. fun. It's a, it's a weekly thing. We do questions, group questions and stuff it's like weekly, that. It's weekly, but I'm behind by one week. So the <laughs> week three is actually extending to oh. two weeks. <laughs> okay. I was like, I bought the book. <laughs> okay you think you're behind i'm so behind you guys i read chapter one last night at 11 o'clock before i was like i need to go to bed i just can't i did the ch- i did the chapter and then i did the little question that you had that went along with it so i'm like okay we'll see how slowly i can work through this i'll probably be posting like the week one questions like on week four <laughs> I'm so and sorry. honestly, if you if you're doing it and you want to do the discussions, you don't have to do all the questions. Like you can pick. Like, I feel the pressure though. Like no. I need to do all of. <laughs> Just because I'm doing all of them doesn't mean you should. Well, I know. Like I feel like everybody else was doing all of them too. You know what? No, because Kayla did answered one question on week one. Really? Yeah, and I even said in the discussion, I said you do not have to answer all the questions. Oh wow. Well, there you go, guys. So if don't you're super hurt busy, yourself. Just, just answer the one that's the most convicting yeah. for you, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're just, I mean, the discussion questions are there for discussing, but like you don't have to answer all of them. It's just so that you okay. can join the conversation and like give us your thoughts on, you know, what you were reading, you know? It's just a guide so that you can start talking about how the book right. is you okay. know, impacting you. Anyway. But, guys, it's so good, though. Like, I did a speed read to make the discussion discussion questions for this past week's reading schedule, and she's getting into some controversial topics, which I'm excited about. Nice. And it's, I don't know, we might have, a, it might get a little crazy in the Facebook group. I don't know. I want to be there for the tea. Yeah, you, you want to be there for the tea. No, we're, we're not, we're not about that, but. We also are. We, we also are obviously open to discussion about anything. Yes, if you disagree with the book, like let's talk about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like this isn't just so that you can agree with everything that we say or that Elizabeth called, yeah. Elliot. It's called a, even it's though it's called discussion questions for a reason. Yeah, even though I wholeheartedly agree with every word that she has said so far, <laughs> so, with all of so my heart be, and soul. Be pre warned, Gabby. Will <laughs> that come is for my. You. I'm gonna die on that hill. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, so also if you would like to support us, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com. You could head to our website, click the coffee cup to send your support. And you can also shop with our sponsors, Imperfect Foods, Covenant Eyes, and Earth Hero, and leave a five-star review with Apple Podcasts. And another way that you can support us is sharing episodes with your friends and family. I know a few of you have reached out to me recently and said that there's been a couple episodes that you have been sharing with your certain friends and family and that 
nice. We've gained some new listeners from that. So thank you guys cool. so much. That is the biggest way that you can support us, honestly, yes. is spreading the word, sharing an episode on your Instagram or sending it to a girlfriend that you know is struggling with a certain issue. This is like, and oh, a couple of them said that they have been talking to some friends who've been wanting to get into the low waste lifestyle. And that's how they started listening to Young and Wifed Up. And now they're just regular listeners. So if that's you, welcome. Hi. (laughs) Welcome Welcome to the party. Yeah. So, uh, dude, what have you been up to the past week? Uh, I have the same answer every time. Uh, I don't don't know. I don't know. Existing? Life is a blur with children, you guys. <laughs> Word. I feel like life is a blur probably in general, but it's it's a I think your days are definitely shorter because they're like shorter like okay, they no, go no, by no, no, really no. I, fast. The days are long but the weeks are short. Yeah, there we go. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> you took the words uh, right out of my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What what were we doing? I feel like what what was going on last weekend? I don't know. I wasn't here, you were so gone. I don't know what you were doing. I truly don't That's know. That's true. Well, we did have kind of like a crazy a crazy like excursion trying to pick you up from the airport. Oh the my god. It, how, <laughs> how many people of my family have to come and pick me up from the airport? Well, right now okay, it's Okay, we were trying to look out for your poor crippled husband, <laughs> yeah. okay? Yeah. Poor Ryan, like, had, like, a stress fracture in his foot, which was healing faster than they anticipated. So, originally, we were all going to go to pick you up because he couldn't drive. Yeah. But then he was like, no, I can drive. I just went to the doctor today. So, I was like, I'm still a little concerned because we got to no. go. We got to go a ways. Yeah. He did good, though. He he lasted the whole way through. I don't know. But yesterday, he was complaining about his foot all day. Uh, so, oh. I feel like the drive set him over the edge. Well, everybody be praying <laughs> for Ryan's poor foot. My goodness. I know. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, so I did. I just came back from Tennessee two days ago. I'm still a little bit, it, you know, the way the best way that I can describe jet lag is just like a bad hangover. Yeah, like I feel like I don't know what time it is, and that I'm really tired and just kind of ill. What I wonder <laughs> have if, no appetite. I wonder if like hangover cures would work for like jet lag. That would be honestly so good to know, <laughs> but. My trip in Tennessee was so fruitful and sweet. I had the best time with our Facebook admin, Shannon. It was my first time meeting her in person. And I got to stay with her and her sweet family. And it was so fun. We got to go to church together and meet some. I I met some of our listeners there. And it was just a really fun time. My favorite part, which might sound like a little silly and cheesy is that on monday i got to watch her homeschool and do like her oh, whole, wow. her whole, her right, whole routine Shannon, give us the tips i know all i got to see her do her <laughs> whole routine that's so cool leading her bible study with her four little kids and it was just that's precious it was so precious Goals. and just really i don't know if i was telling you this privately or maybe i was telling ryan but i always you know, obviously, like, you and I both kind of say that we're open to having, you know, more than just a couple kids. Wait, really quick. Yeah. You're rocking back and forth. I'm so They're sorry. probably Can you hear like, it? Hello. Hello. Okay, sorry. I'll stop rocking. <laughs> but um, the whole 
having more than a couple kids seem can seem very daunting and like scary, which I mean, you and I don't, we didn't have that experience because it was just you and I growing mm-hmm. up. So I really don't know what a household f- like how it functions. I don't, I've With never more seen than four it people, firsthand yeah. besides like the Duggars on TV, which the likelihood <laughs> of you and I having 19 children is very low. I mean, I don't know what could happen, but it's still very low, especially yeah. at the age that we're at right now. <laughs> so because of that, I was really interested to see how she handled her her four children all under the ages of six. I think he just turned six, her oldest and how, and she, and she has a fresh baby, Mm. a fresh newborn, like this tiny little baby and breastfeeding. And I was just so interested to see like how she does it. Mm -hmm. And it was really so, it was so motivating to watch her because it was so like simple and doable. And, she, I was like, are you a Pinterest mom? And she's like, heck no. <laughs> you know, and she like, she jokes about like, they're barely surviving. And, but really like, it. and she also has some health issues like I do. And just, that's one of my biggest fears is having health issues while having multiple children. Same. But she handled it with so much grace. And I know she's probably so embarrassed if she's listening right now because she is very humble and would never say that she's you know a great mom but she really is like she handled everything with grace she was disciplining with them like so consistent she was like taking time to answer questions and being sweet with them and then you know it was just so cool to see and it just really refreshing it was very refreshing and it wasn't it wasn't out of reach. You know, when mm. you sometimes see some moms that have like multiple children and you're like, there's no way you're this put together. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I feel like the way Shannon does things and like she's so honest about how hard it is that it just kind of makes me feel like, you know, I think I can do that. You like know? even though it's hard, it's still doable. Yeah, and she she would say all the time, she's like, this is very hard. This is hard. Like she was so honest, but then like, in that same breath, she's like, I'm ready for another one. Mm. It's just so okay, encouraging. There's one hear. there's one thing that I've consistently heard from the majority of people who have more children is that the more you have, the easier it gets. Yeah. Like that like a lot of people were saying, like, once you have more than three. it's a a breeze i've literally and i'm like what like that's crazy because even just like transitioning from none to one was like (laughs) we're drowning life wrecking you know but yeah no (laughs) not life wrecking in a bad way but just it changes so much that you're not ready for i think segue into our topic (laughs) for today anyway but yeah it's like it's crazy because it's almost like you just don't care it's almost oh, like God blesses. Wow. Fruit. It's almost like God blesses fruitfulness. <laughs> what about that? What? Like, and that's why, I mean, I know this whole discussion is not going to be about, you know, having many children, da, 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 but like, I just want to, I want to challenge anybody. Like, I mean, the people that I, that are consistent christian like not just say that they're christians but really through and through day by day living it out and have multiple children they are the happiest Mm. 
most beautiful women I've ever met in my whole life mm. and just so inspiring. And I pray that if the Lord blesses us with more than a couple children, that we that I would have the grace <laughs> to handle myself. Well, with however many. I mean, however, children are so different. Yeah. 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 It's, I think that the reason I'm, I'm emphasizing multiple children is because our world is saying that if you have more than two, it's child abuse or more than two and you're, you've now lost yourself and you're just a baby making machine. Mm. And so I feel like we need to change our perspective of what children are. Children are not for us and yeah. our comfort. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not to make ourselves feel good. No. About our, yeah. About what we're doing. And, and so it, it was just moral. Of the story is, Shannon, you're doing you're it. You're rocking it. You're doing it, girl. I and will say, I will say though, like, even with in, like you were saying, believing mothers who have multiple children, and even mm-hmm. e- with even them saying, like, you know, the more, the more we've had, the easier it's gotten. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm part of even like secular Facebook groups. Yeah. And people will, uh, like, I kid you not, 98% of the mm. women in those groups that say are you serious I'm so sorry. <laughs> i had to get the last bit of my coffee i didn't think it was going to be that loud <laughs> 98 percent of the people that comment and have that discussion of you know the less or more kids even those women say dude it's way easier than like just having one or two which like is so mind-boggling to me because i'm yeah, like how, how like how how practically does that work i'm not really sure <laughs> i don't know but i saw it and it's it's real i mean uh, yeah i'm sure it's it's like easier and difficult in some ways more than others than yeah. like just having like one or two but I don't know. I just, I thought that was so interesting. That is something I've consistently seen across mm-hmm. the board. Yeah. Christian, non-Christian. So you guys let us know. Yeah. If you, for if sure. you've noticed that. Yeah. Anyway. I think we should take a quick break and then, because we're already kind of talking about our, our oh, topic. Yeah. So we should take a quick break and come back with this week's topic. Okay. I don't know about you, but I'm always on the hunt for a convenient shopping experience. However, too much of the stuff we buy today is made without any thought of how it will affect our families and the world tomorrow. What if there was an all-around better way to shop, with the convenience that we all want and the confidence that everything is made, packaged, and shipped sustainably? Earth Hero is exactly that. Earth Hero is a one-stop shop for all your sustainable and eco-friendly products. They have so many products, ranging from beauty supplies, cleaning products, homeware, clothing, baby essentials, and so much more. Join us today on our sustainable journey by using promo code YOUNGANDWIFEDUP for 10% off your entire purchase. Make sure to click the Earth Hero link on our website at youngandwifedup.com to start shopping today. All right, so today we are talking about things I wish I knew before having, I put children, but I have currently, I have one child that I can physically hold with my arms and another <laughs> one in my belly. Um, I'm kind of basing this off of a blog post I did quite a while back about things I regret not doing mm. before having a baby. And I've included some of those points that I had, and I also added a few new ones that I didn't really talk about. I'm almost thinking about making this like a part two blog post Whoa. of the new ones. I don't know. But I will link the original blog post 
Hello? I'm sorry. My throat <laughs> is making wackadoodle noises. I'm just... I'm just a catalog of noise today. Like... If there is a noise that my body can make, it's going to happen on this episode. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, we'll have the original blog post yes. linked, which will have extra points, some on the more serious side, some on the more kind of like like shallow, yeah. <laughs> shallow end. But I mean, you know, we're covering it all. So before I get into things like in my own personal experience, things I wish I knew before having kids. I want to share this quote by Charles Spurgeon that I love so much and I wanted to, to tell it to you guys. And it says, you are as much serving God and looking after your own children and training them up in God's fear and minding the house and making your household a church for God as you would be if you had been called to lead an army to battle for the Lord of hosts. Wow. It's pretty powerful if you're like, if you feel undervalued or like undermined as your role as a mother. Um, mm. I love that is so good. Yeah, I feel like that. I'm still crying from laughing earlier. <laughs> I know. I feel like that. The whole idea of kingdom work. You know, we were talking about this. I think last week. All those things. This is like a a pastor, and probably one of the most famous yeah pastors, theologians ever, and. He is admonishing women that these things are comparable to leading an army for battle. Mm -hmm. Like how <clears throat> how much more do we need? Yeah. <laughs> to like how much more motivation do we need? Yeah. You know? Yeah. The perspective. Yeah. And I feel like reminders like this are so important because mm. the value of what we do as mothers and the workload that we face and, you know, the struggles and joys that we go through, just like <laughs> it is so up and down on an everyday basis. Yeah. Um, it looks so different to what the world will t would tell you yeah. is valued and like what success looks like. And anybody who's a stay at home mom mm -hmm. fully understands that, fully understands that. Yeah. So I, I think reminders like that are good. Can you can you maybe can you maybe clarify that the conversation today is not to discourage somebody from like you need to have all these ducks in a row before deciding to have a child? Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's definitely not not what I'm I'm trying to get out with these points. I think it's more so like part of it is things. You you just can't see coming mm. until you're in the thick of it. Mm -hmm. But I think if I had somebody tell me beforehand, hey, there's a possibility that this you might be feeling this way or this might happen. Maybe it would have been a little bit easier to get a to get a grip on. <laughs> yeah. In the moment. So use it more of more as an encouragement mm -hmm. than <laughs> than to avoid than, than than to avoid, yeah like <laughs> than to avoid you off from like you know not wanting to have children like yeah oh, this is a perfect example of why i don't want to have children like that's you know all of all of the good outweighs the bad by a million yeah um but that's not to say that like 
there aren't difficult things about having kids that you just it's hard to prepare yourself for when it's not talked about very often no that's good and i think this conversation can be good for even to hear from even women that have children already or many children and they might be like you know what I am going through this right now or yeah, or like I still feel stuck in this, this phase. Or, you know, this happened to me and I'm not crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> totally. No, this is all normal stuff, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Very common. It's just not. I feel like there's a lot of uh, emphasis put on other things, which are not necessarily bad. Right. But this I feel like this maybe gives a little bit more of a balanced perspective. So cool. Getting into the first point. I regret not having a house support system in place during postpartum. Now, there there are other women who were way more prepared than I was like, before, like, actually having Seth. I think I, uh, I knew postpartum was going to be really hard, but I, I didn't realize, you guys, like, he, I was just not prepared. And everybody has different experiences with newborns and stuff like that but they you know they don't call it the fourth trimester for nothing mm-hmm. and um i had a lot of help with with the baby but i didn't have a lot of help with like house stuff in general so i felt like you know even though we were trying to keep things really low-key, like, very low pressure for both Jed and I, because we knew it was going to be a huge change, and you just, you have to find a new schedule and routine and everything. I wish there were things I had done, like, maybe if we had the funds to hire, like, cleaners to Mm. come in on a regular basis, or if, like, there was any friends and family who were offering to help to, like, accept the help, like, accept the help. Um... And it's also hard because even looking back, like in retrospect, I I do see now like when you're in that mode of just trying to survive, like especially the first few weeks were were really, really difficult. And then it kind of got a little bit easier to transition after that. I do I, I do understand now, like my mind just was not thinking about those things and it wasn't there. And so if somebody else wasn't like offering to do it, it just wasn't at the forefront of my mind. Mm. So I would just, you know, uh, just planting a little seed if you're expecting another kid um, or if you're expecting your first or whatever, I would suggest <laughs> if you have friends or family that are like, just let me know if you need anything be like, all right, here's what you're going to do. When the baby comes, you're going to come and, you know, can you clean my house like a couple of times a week or something? And then it's like you're able to um, preserve some kind of normalcy, at least within your space and environment. Because I know that definitely affected like, oh, my gosh, the kitchen is a mess and like yeah. the laundry's not getting done. But like I couldn't lift anything because I was in so much pain. You know, you're recovering and all these things. You're trying to take care of your child. You're trying to feed them and put them to sleep and all these things. You're just not thinking about that stuff. So having having more of a structured support system instead of like, I knew that there were people who wanted to help. I just didn't have the brain capacity to delegate yeah. at that mm-hmm. moment. So doing it You'd beforehand have a game plan. exactly would have been really helpful. So I think that's something we're going to try to implement with with the next one especially i feel like it's going to be a lot more difficult because we already have yeah we already have seth to take care of and then having a newborn on top of that will be 
a little nutso. Anyway, moving on to my next point. I wish I knew that breastfeeding issues would be the most isolating thing I ever had to deal with during the newborn phase. And this was, I feel like a lot of my family understood like the first, I would say probably the first couple of months were pretty difficult. There were issues that we were dealing with, like we suspected like Seth had a tongue tie or a lip tie possibly. We went to go have him looked at and they were like, no, he's fine. But I was like, Ugh, I don't know. I kind of wish I had trusted my my gut a little bit mm-hmm. more about that. I think that would have resolved a little uh, a, a lot more sooner. But um, it was hard to explain to friends that I couldn't just go out <laughs> easily <laughs> because... <laughs> Like yeah. the the mere thought of like trying to wrestle my son because I was exclusively breastfeeding. Yeah. And then even pumping, I wasn't producing very much. So that like wasn't really doing a whole lot for me either. <laughs> um, but like trying to explain to them, like the mere thought of going out, bringing my son with me, having to put the cover on, having to wrestle him to make sure he's getting enough and like trying to get him to latch properly and then you're in pain you're trying not to like wince in front of everybody in there and be like are you okay or whatever like it's painful and (laughs) so i would just like i just wouldn't i wouldn't even initiate going out because it stressed me out so bad and it was like you know what it's just easier to have my boobs out in the privacy of my own home and to just deal with all this in the privacy of my own home instead of like trying to trying to make it seem like everything's super easy or whatever Mm -hmm. i don't know it's hard to explain if you've if you've experienced what i'm talking about you know exactly what i'm referring to it is It is incredibly stressful. And then on top of that, even if like, you know, I understand even, you know, women who, you know what, if you just need to whip it out to like feed your kid, like sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. But for me, like I wasn't super comfortable. Like I I wanted to maintain a little bit more modesty and privacy, you know, for my own body's sake and and that sort of thing. And uh, even when breastfeeding was going really well, like- sometimes Seth was just like spazzing out for no reason and I would have to I missed out on so many family dinners of eating Mm -hmm. with the family I missed out on yeah because you would have to I would have to go in the bedroom and like wrestle Seth because he's like taking the cover off and like doing all this stuff and it's just it got so difficult and so I don't know I just it was tough guys <laughs> yeah and it was definitely like it, it was something that was like i don't know if i'm ever gonna do breastfeeding again and like i kind of like i feel like kind of traumatized by the whole experience mm. but i feel like as you kind of come out of it you're like okay maybe the next one will be different you know i'm still going to try and we'll see yeah. how it goes you know it may be different this time around and i also have just a better a better grasp on how you know functionality how things are you know yeah. supposed to work and things like that but man with that first kid it is tough it is so hard and i don't know i just i do mention in my blog in my blog post that I wish I had taken a breastfeeding class, which I didn't. I did a lot of like reading, watching videos and stuff like that. 
but I just wasn't prepared for the amount of trial and error that it would take to be able to get to a point where like I wasn't in like excruciating pain. Right. And then it's like even worse when they're super little because they're eating like every 45 minutes to like two hours. So you get very little break like in between. So it was just it was very taxing. And if you're going through that right now, like you're not alone. I'm, I'm sure you know that there are many women who are struggling with this and you're not like you know, living under a rock about it. If, you know, if you were like me, I was searching up stuff left and right, like day and night trying to figure out how to make things better. And I'm sure you, you know, you're doing the same thing, but it does get easier <laughs> yeah. over time. And I, I understand the pain and pressure of, you know, breastfeeding exclusively. It is a full time freaking job. Sometimes even more than that. Sometimes I was breastfeeding for more than 40 hours a week, which is just crazy because I would have to log everything and I would show Judd and he'd just be in shock. Like, how are you doing this? Like, I'm not sleeping or eating. That's how I'm, <laughs> I'm barely surviving. No, and I think on the flip side, if you are close to somebody that is breastfeeding, like, I feel like even though I, I mean, nobody that close, like you hadn't had a child yet and neither had I. And so, but I knew that I always felt so bad when you had to go in the bedroom because, like, there was a bunch of us there. And, like, I would try to, like, come and visit with you for, like, a few minutes and be like, you're not alone. And or I'd be like, can I please bring you water? Can I bring you a snack? And, like, that can be, even if you feel helpless, like, you can't help them and you know something. Like, you can. You can do something. And that at least shows them, like, somebody cares. And uh, Yeah. We didn't forget about you in this other (laughs) room trying to feed your child. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to frequently, like, ask Jed, like, hey, can you come in the room with me so I'm not like lonely in here by myself and sometimes we wouldn't even talk we would just be on our phones but just to have him there with me was just nice to like have some company anyway i won't drag that out any longer you guys get the point next point i wanted to make is i regret not narrow narrowing down my trusted resources i totally butchered that (laughs) i regret not narrowing down my trusted resources what i mean by this is when it comes to like sleep nutrition, development, um, medical advice, all of those things, you guys, there is so, there's too much. Yeah, it's overwhelming. There is way too much information. And I even put in my blog post, like, look, if you are there right now where you're so overwhelmed, like, please stop reading this blog post. Like, don't, <laughs> do not read this any like, further. Like, don't read this. Like, please don't read my blog. Because the last thing I want is for anybody to feel overwhelmed with, like, you know, information overload. Yeah. Um, but I do have linked in my blog post when it when it comes to like sleep and then when it comes to um like nutrition, when I was starting Seth on solids, baby led weaning, all that stuff. I talked about that a couple of a ep- couple episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah, two episodes on, ago. Yeah, toddler meals. Um and then also there is another account there that I also tagged um, that I I, re- I think is very balanced as far as like medical stuff goes, like just general things that happen mm-hmm. um, with little ones. And then I forgot, I think there, I, there was like another one for like plane development, that sort of thing. And like, which method is best and like all that stuff, like just try to find one person you really yeah. click with. Right. And 
and try to stick with them as much as you can. Like try, and I'm not saying don't have an open mind. Obviously, information is always changing. Like as a mother, one of your jobs is to just, you know, keep up the research on what's happening now. We don't want to be too stuck in our ways. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, if you are so overwhelmed, stop doing this to yourself. Like, (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Um, It doesn't, it's just hurting you rather than helping you. And also just like trusting your mother's instinct and mother's gut is Mm. absolutely Mm -hmm. a thing. And um, also just finding people that, you know, physically that you, you know, like to go to get advice from. I think one thing I did get right with Seth is not joining any Facebook mom groups. Oh, yeah, please. (laughs) I've had so (laughs) many women who have been like, okay, they've like messaged me privately on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And they're like, okay, I'm having this issue with my baby or whatever. And I like, I'm really struggling with this. And like, I don't know what to do. Like, did you experience this with Seth? Like, how did you, um, how did you figure out what to do? And like, what was not working? And so I would tell him like, well, this is, you know, this is what worked for me, but you know, go with your gut Mm -hmm. and you have to go off of your child and like pray about it if you're really concerned. Like, yeah. please give me peace about this decision that I'm making and all these things. And then they would tell me, okay, because I I posted about my issue in this in this Facebook group that I'm in, like a mom's Facebook group, and I got totally just like like slaughtered. Yeah. <laughs> like in no, the they're comments. vicious out there. They're it vicious is, out there. It is tough, you guys. I would I would just. I would stay away. Yeah, stay away. I would just stay away. Sometimes sometimes a multitude of opinions is not... Is not more good. helpful. Like, yeah. Even with, like, things, other things that I need advice for. Or like, health stuff and, like... It has to be... I have to have, like, my core people even if it's like yes, exactly. a tiny group like our young and wife dub group is so tiny like i wouldn't mind asking for help in a tiny little group mm-hmm. that has like under 100 or just over 100 people but like at, at the most maybe five or six people respond like even like maybe if you're if you really do want that community because you don't have maybe a community like accessible to you in person right now Maybe find a group or a, a a discussion, like a message group where you guys message each other that is small. Yes. Because, okay, I don't mind if, if like a few different opinions are thrown at me, but that's better than hundreds yes. of people commenting on a thread that don't know you, don't care about you. Yes, You know exactly. what I mean? And a lot of them, they it's just like, unfortunately you know, an I know better than you kind of mentality and like, how dare you do this to your children? Like you're a horrible mother. And like, even just watching that unravel in some of the groups I'm, that I'm a part of that mm. aren't even necessarily mom groups. I'm like, this poor woman is just trying to seek out answers. She's so desperate for them. Mm-hmm. And she thought this was a safe space to come to. And it just, <laughs> It totally backfires and I feel so bad about it. And I I, I just want to put out there, if you feel like you don't have anyone at the moment and you're just like, I have a lot of questions about things and I just don't know. I don't have anybody to bounce ideas off of. Please message me. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be a listening ear for you if you feel like you just, you haven't, you haven't found those people yet. Yeah. Like, this is, 
I I don't want to say this is a judgment free zone because obviously when it comes to like sin and stuff like that, like I'm gonna tell you, yeah, those saying cool. We finna judge you. <laughs> but I also understand like motherhood comes with a lot of different opinions and ways yeah. of doing things that really have nothing to do with like salvation and faith or moral and, issues. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm not gonna. It's it has nothing to do with like ethics and stuff like that. So I just want to put that out there when it comes to this sort of thing. Um, going on to my next point, I wish someone had told me that it was okay for life to change and to not buy into the lie that you need to so desperately cling to your old life. Mm, that's now, good. I feel like I had within myself a pretty good grasp on this. Like I was fully aware of how things were going to change and I was very accepting of that. But that's not what I was hearing from other people. I had to come to that conclusion almost on my own because yeah. the majority of of the advice that you'll get is, oh my gosh, your life is going to be ruined mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, you're totally going to lose yourself unless you, unless you cling on to these old parts of your life, mm-hmm. then you'll be able to, you know, maybe you'll have a chance <laughs> that all of us didn't have. And it's like, it's so discouraging. And I think when we, when we dismiss the reality that children change you so drastically in very difficult ways you could have ever imagined when you are trying so hard to keep up. I know a lot of people say, your kids need to work around your life, your old life and your old schedule and all these things. And it's like, I can see the, the merit in that when it comes to certain things. But if you're like, they can't change my life. They can't. I have to go back to what it was before. I have to find mm-hmm. ways to go back to what it was before. It's like trying to fit like a square peg into a round hole. Yeah. It just doesn't work because chil- if children will do that to you. And yeah. you know what? There are some people unfortunately who just don't care and they just kind of fling their kids off to other people so they can go back completely Mm -hmm. to their old life of whatever normalcy they were experiencing before and that's something that i don't necessarily agree with in you know doing things that way i know that you're kind of in the same boat as i am also yeah like you have kids to have the children like experience it for yourself like fully yeah and um but that's not a lot of the a lot of the advice that i was hearing and and the the discouragement of having kids especially at a young age was always just built on like don't you want to hold on to your old life as much as possible (laughs) and i can't even i don't I don't know, guys. I just, it has changed me and my husband for the better in so many ways. I can't even describe to you. Amen. Even like for our marriage, we went, Jed and I went through things together that made us so much closer and more intimate with each other because you're going through something. It's having children. I keep saying it's difficult because it is difficult, but also like it's joys you just never thought you would be able to experience Mm -hmm. that you just you don't understand unless you have children of your own. And um, I don't know, like I keep I try to keep telling people that like, no, this is a good thing. Yeah. Like having children is a good thing. It's a blessing. Right. But I'm also like remembering a lot of the people who are telling me for one, they're most likely not believers yeah that's why they're discouraging you 
And uh, it's still, again, going back to that point, holding on to, like, what does the world see as, like, valued work and success mm-hmm. as opposed to what the Bible tells us, which we know is true. Yeah. And I don't know. It's it's just hard because it's just coming at you at a million miles an hour, like, 24-7, especially when you're pregnant, especially when it's your first one. Mm-hmm. And even more, especially if you're young. <laughs> so, um, it's so funny. Even now people say like weird things to me knowing that i'm actively trying to have a baby they're like like why would you do that they're like but but you're still gonna work like you're still gonna have like the big piano studio right and then when i like i have people tell me that about you too yeah because they know she's so successful why would she why would she why would you throw it away away? yes i know the the faces that people make when i tell them i said honestly I would throw it all all away to have children all away. Yeah, and they're like, "Why?" <laughs> and it's, it's so mind blowing <laughs> because it's because my life, like, I know it's gonna be better. Like, right. because okay, when people are like, "It's hard, it's hard, it's hard." Yes, absolutely. But I'm not gonna desperately cling on to what I have now to to not receive a blessing that God has for me. You know what I mean? Like. It's just so people have people have the wrong perspective. Yes. It's like my life is not to become a successful piano teacher. Yeah. Like I'm so glad that I've achieved that and that's amazing and yeah. like I'm not going to say that I regret that or that I or that I I I I have no I have no bitterness in my heart. Like I'm so thankful that I've been able to be fruitful in this area of my life. I've been able to contribute to our household income. I've been able to shape the minds and and skills of children. Like uh, at this point like 100 children because I've yeah. had students come in and out of yeah. my life. But honestly, all of that to me is like okay, yeah. That's that's good work that God has given me. But I'm ready for, like, the kingdom work to start of, like, mm. building a, a home of discipling my children. Right. And it doesn't mean that, you know, I tell people, like, my ideal situation is that I'd maybe teach one day a week. Maybe. Yeah. And have maybe, like, a dozen students and keep it really, really, like, the students that I really want to keep mm-hmm. and keep it really short. And the rest of my time will be... dedicated to my home yeah and that that's obviously my ideal situation because i do have a huge passion for teaching but if the lord gives me a situation where i cannot work because i have to focus on my home and my kids then praise be to the lord like yeah i'm so like (laughs) this isn't this life is not for me yes (laughs) yes that yeah that is that is like the the hill that people are willing to die on is like how how can i live the most fulfilling life for myself and it's like it's the most fulfilling if it's not about you yeah and that's something that people really struggle (laughs) to let go of when it when it's not about you but i okay when i talk about this sort of thing we are very aware of extraordinary circumstances when it comes to financial situations we're not referring to those things we talk we have an episode where we talk about women who are working outside of the home yeah and uh, and that sort of thing if you want to go back listen to that if you want to hear our perspective Mm -hmm. on all of that stuff but if you 
if you have the choice and yes. sometimes it's not an easy one to make yeah because sacri- sacrifices yeah, sacrifice. have to be made yes. whether it be you're dying to yourself or you have to cut down tight, your lifestyle up the budget yes. xyz it's hard yeah. yes it's 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 difficult and we i i in particular i am so blessed because i do have what you're describing like an ideal situation i'm only teaching a couple times a week maybe mm-hmm. five or six hours and then the rest of my time is spent raising seth taking care of you know our home slash rooms right now <laughs> <laughs> your bedrooms <laughs> my, our bedrooms is so yeah still our still our home um and i am i am so blessed and so grateful and i am fully aware of that of yeah. how good i have it right now and i know a lot of people wish they were in this in this um in this position and they aren't and i'm praying for you and yes. please keep pressing in, in prayer about that also Absolutely. because i feel for you because i i i know i know what it must be like mm-hmm to feel that pressure of like i have this burden on my heart that i I need to live a little bit differently maybe it's something between you and your spouse you guys are not agreeing on something and and, you know stuff like that it could be a multitude of circumstances but i i am lifting up in prayer right now if, if that's something you're going through um okay moving on i wish i knew that it was okay to not be proud or sad about my body it was okay to be indifferent about it wow that's good i feel like there was a, a quite a while ago quite a few years ago it was all about bouncing back how quick can i bounce back from mm-hmm. from being pregnant and you know giving birth and all this stuff and then i feel like we swung <laughs> completely <laughs> the other way and it was like you're a warrior like you should be so proud of your body and you know after i gave birth seth i was like Meh. <laughs> i don't really feel anything yeah like is and and then i felt like there was something wrong with me because i didn't have this like feeling of pride like yeah. in what my body did but it's like first of all i you know nobody should be putting their body itself like on a pedestal no yeah because that can become an idol just the mere fact that you were able to like carry a child and if your whole identity oh, is and that sort of thing um but i just i just remember seeing all these things like you should be proud. You should be proud. And I'm like, but what if I'm not? <laughs> like, what if I just don't really feel anything? Like, I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. But I'm also not just like jumping up and down You're about. Neutral. You're yeah, neutral. Yeah. Like, and there was nowhere that said that that was okay. Yeah. So I had to like come to that conclusion like on my own, like, huh, I'm good. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't have to, I don't have to have this like, this, um this really like passionate feeling empowering about, experience yes, like super yeah. empowering experience this is a really good word to use yeah about being pregnant and like giving birth and like you know what it i'm not i'm not um undermining the fact of what mothers are able to do no, with their bodies because yeah. we are made a certain way yeah. for being able to carry babies which is a very powerful thing because it comes from the lord and he created us this way but I didn't want to like put such an overemphasis on it and like yeah. throw it in my own face and then also throw it in other people's faces. It was just like, you know what? My body did this. And yeah, it's like, it's a super cool thing, but I'm not like crazy like about everything that happened. And I felt that that was not normal. 
that mm. I wasn't like super like passionate about like what my body did and all that stuff. And I can see the merit in like, you know, trying to think positively about things that your body's gone through, the changes and everything. But it's also okay if you're just like, huh, that's cool. And this just is, to be like, this is my it. body now. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> this is it. and that's it. Yeah. And that's all there is to it. So if you're going through that and you're just like, I don't really feel anything about this whole, this whole topic or the situation, that's, yeah, that's fine. You don't have to Word. feel one way or another. Um, last point. I wish I had heard more positive things about motherhood from more people than all the ways it ruins your life. I did touch on this earlier. Yeah. When we were talking about, you know, needing to desperately cling to your old life. Um, but I don't think people realize the impact that their small comments can make mm. on an expecting mm. mother because... It's not just one small comment from you. It's one small comment from you and a hundred other people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And eventually, you know what? We try to keep those walls up sometimes in like, I know what I'm doing is going to be a blessing to my life. I know what I'm doing is going to be a blessing to my life. And we try to keep telling ourselves those truths. But when you are hit with those lies constantly on a daily basis, in whichever way, shape, or form it may come physically, you know, with people in person, from social media, from TV, like, whatever it is. And they're so, like, some of it is, like, really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It flies under the radar really easily. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the stuff that's put in front of our faces when it comes to, like, devaluing the role of motherhood. Yeah. In the shows that we watch, in the music that we listen to. And so, like, be on guard to -hmm. those lies and, like, have scripture in, you know, memorized and have it on your phone, put it on your mirror. Like, all of those things can really help with combating the, the things that we, you know, we are trying to fight against. And, um, I think, like, even even when you are so rooted in the truth, because I knew, I knew I had, you know, I was grounded in the belief that, you know, what Jedna, the decision that we made, you know, because it, babies don't just appear. Like, we, Jed and I can't sleep in different beds and expect for a baby to appear. <laughs> okay, like, there's, there is, you know, there's, <laughs> there's something that needs to happen there. And so, we, you know, making, making that decision of, like, okay, we want to start having kids now. Um, it, we knew the blessing that, that was going to abound in our lives from having Seth and having children after him. And even then, it was, there were just some points where it's like, I just feel so broken down about yeah. everything that I'm being told. So when you don't have your feet planted firmly in the truth, you're so easily swayed by a lot of the negativity that's coming your way. Mm-hmm. So prayer, being in your word, you know, you and your spouse communicating on a consistent basis, being part of a community that's going to encourage you in the things that you know to be true is so, so yeah. important. I think that in itself is like, I made a decision a while ago that I am not going to be close friends with anybody that despises children. Yeah. Like, I don't want any part of that. Mm. I don't even even people sometimes don't have to say I hate children. Like they don't even have to say it. You can just tell by the comments, the way that they live, etc. I don't want to be a I don't want fellowship 
with that because mm-hmm. it's not fruitful for me because it can feed into my flesh mm-hmm. of wanting to have my own life for myself yeah and um and that's just not from the lord so yeah it can be a hard decision to make especially if you've been friends with people for a long time yeah to start or, to pull away from but those, honestly yeah. the best decision i've ever made is to surround myself with people that love children as much as i do mm-hmm. and have the same goals yeah like not like they have the like they have the perfect number that you have and etc or that they're actively trying right now that you are but we all have the same goals of of having children raising them in the lord and it's just when you are surrounding yourself with those kind of people then the likelihood of you being in despair over that is a lot less because you're hearing the truth and goodness Mm -hmm. over and over again and so it motivates me to be around other women that love motherhood and children and that are honest about how hard it is that aren't sugarcoating it with lies and like deception yeah but but even the hard hearing the hard things even makes my desire grow Mm -hmm. if that's that might be kind of weird no i like yeah i get it because because better in this case does not mean easier no yeah but it's still better yeah it is better but it's not it is not it is way easier to like practically on an everyday basis functioning just as a human being yeah (laughs) as an adult is way easier without children than with children right like that is just reality. Yeah. Like we're not going to sugarcoat it. We we're not like oh my gosh, it's like rainbows and sunshine like twenty four seven. No, and I don't no. want to be around those people either. Yeah. I'm- <laughs> but just because it's easier does not mean it's better. Right. So the more we we get away from that equation, it's like, but it's it's tough. Yeah. yeah. I think your point of like, um, being a little bit more mindful of who you're surrounding yourself with even with people maybe they're not making comments but you can tell by their demeanor mm-hmm. and that is a that is another point i made in my original blog post is i regret not being pickier with my friends yeah before having seth and it wasn't even it was partly because of things that were being told to me but also just how i was the treatment i was receiving just from being being pregnant yeah was really bizarre and strange and i there were so many red flags that came up before actually having seth mm-hmm. even going back to when i was first pregnant and had a miscarriage yeah even going back to there and i was like ah oh, i kind of kick myself for that because that was a huge discouragement to me mm-hmm. even though i had many other people in my life who were you know like you said speaking truth into my life and 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 that sort of thing, which was amazing. Having those people in close relationship to me was not, it wasn't helpful in my journey. And like, I feel like it also just contributed to a lot of discour- discouragement I, f- I was feeling during postpartum season as well. Mm. So that is something to definitely keep an eye out for. I'm glad you made that point. And be that friend. Yes. Oh, yeah. Be that person yourself. Like, yeah. even as somebody that doesn't have children, like, I want to be that friend to my friends that have children yeah like when they say you know i think we want another one i'm not like 
are you sure? Like, but you wow, have already so, so much on together. Yeah, or like, the, yeah. you already have so much on your plate, and just being that person that's just like, I'm sorry, that's none of your business. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if somebody tells me that, I'm like, awesome. How can I support you? Yes. Like, I'll be praying for you in that. Like, yeah, be that friend yeah. for those people, and yeah. then you're just like slowly creating this like this community of sisters that are just like spurring each other on in the lord that is what iron sharpening iron is Mm -hmm. you know so be that friend yourself even if you aren't even if you don't have those friends right now you start with it you start you start the culture yourself and that's that's how i feel in some of my friend circles like I am so positively talking about children, family, motherhood, Christian living, that like I can already tell that it's shaping the conversations in the minds of the other people that I'm around. Yeah. And then they're starting to be like, yes, that's it. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. And then it just it just starts a shockwave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And then we'll start to outnumber the unbelievers. So Uh, oh word. all right guys that was those babies people that was that was my last point but like i was saying we will have the blog post linked where i do talk about some of those i like briefly touched on a couple of things where i kind of go into a little bit more detail in the blog post Mm -hmm. itself and maybe i will make some of these new ones into a part two if you want to go back if you're more of a reader anyway cool thanks for joining guys absolutely let's take a quick break and come back with this week's scripture of the week Marcella, guess what? What? Last night, I made our dinner entirely out of incredible food that could have been thrown out as waste and headed to the landfill. No way. How? Imperfect Foods. Imperfect Foods is a weekly grocery delivery service on a mission to build a better, less wasteful food system. They offer a full lineup of sustainable, affordable groceries that make the weekly chore of grocery shopping an effortless and delightful experience. Imperfect Foods partners with food suppliers, farmers, and small businesses to ensure that delicious food goes into our pantries and instead of the landfill. I feel like you started that sentence really weird. I did. Anyway, you guys have got to try it. Get $20 off your first Imperfect Foods delivery by using our link at youngandwifedup.com. Get it. Okay, so this week's scripture is going to be 1 Timothy 4.12, and I just want to give quick context. This is a letter from Paul to Timothy, um, and he is encouraging him in the Lord, um, and I think that this is something that we can cling to, um, especially with our last points that we were making. Um, It says, let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. So, it's so interesting that Paul is telling Timothy to be an example to the other believers. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Not the unbelievers. Yeah, he's saying, he's saying, like, obviously, duh, like, we want to be a light you know, to, to everybody, to everybody and yeah. unbelievers. But this specific admonition that Paul is giving to Timothy is to be example to the other believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. And I think that we should take on that mission ourselves as we are, a lot of our listeners are primarily under the age of 30. Um, and People can especially target those those of us that are 
younger, Mm -hmm. with air quotes, younger, um, those of us that are younger, um, that we, that we don't understand the things of God, um, and that we are naive to, to what the, what life has for us. And so I think that we should take on the mission ourselves of being an example to not just the world, but to the other other believers in our life. Like I said, we're starting the culture ourselves. We are going to be those people ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be in our word. We're going to have chaste conduct. Um, we're going to love one another. We're going to be are so serious in our faith that they see the Holy Spirit in us um, and that we... In everything that we're doing, we are glorifying God. Um, so yeah, let's let's be examples, not only to the world but to one another. All right, cool man. All right, let's peace out. Um, I know this was like a heavy heavy topic today, but I I loved it. I thank you so much for your wisdom and your encouragement. And I yeah. know that over the years, especially you being a young wife and mother, that people can look at you like you don't know um the real you know all the time man but dude i you have been an encouragement (laughs) even if not to anybody but to me your older sister that um you god has given you a lot of wisdom in these areas so thank you for encouraging me and the other women that are listening today all right guys let's um wrap it up i'll talk to you guys next week and we have some fun topics about women in work and making money Ooh, in the next couple weeks so look forward to that all right we'll talk to you guys next week bye